0: Welcome to the Nerd Party.
1: justice system the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups the police who investigate crime and the crown prosecutors who prosecute the offenders these are their stories
0: welcome to time and space a doctor who podcast i'm jessica nunn
1: and i'm her husband and co-host philip gilfus well we're gonna do something slightly different um still doctor who related but not necessarily doctor who
0: we're going a little off
1: pissed that's right um, as, of course, the old joke goes, there's only five actors in Britain, mm-hmm. but there's one show that I noticed, it's off the air, but that uh, has a lot of Doctor Who characters, and that is Law & Order UK. Dun, dun, dun. There you go. Um, so we recently watched, um, oddly enough, labeled as season one here in the US, but in Britain it's actually series one and two of this series. Mm-hmm. Um And it aired uh, in 2009, and Series 2 in 2010. So before we get into it, what is your American Law and Order background?
0: I don't have a whole lot. I've never been, and I guess that's the thing with any sort of procedural drama, is you can dip in and out of it Mm -hmm. um, without, I mean, obviously there are through lines, but they're not vital. Right. So you can watch one episode and never see anything else, and that's okay. Um, and so I've definitely seen various versions of Law and Order. I couldn't tell you what I've seen, particularly. Like I know Jerry Orbach was on it for a while.
1: Right.
0: Jesse Martin. Yes. Uh, Chris is... Noth.
1: Yes, you're right. For a while. Yeah. He was one of the first one.
0: Uh, that's what I was thinking. Um. And so I'm aware that it exists and that there are various types of it um but i couldn't do much more than that i've
1: owned i mean i'm a big law and order fan but of the original series if that's what it's called really? um i've never watched i was never interested in any of the other ones uh svu special victims units which is still Isn't in the that air. the
0: one that ice
1: yes cube? ice cube yes Wait, now we're all thinking of its ice to your ice cube, yeah. But anyway, um, the answer is yes. And then there's <laughs> Criminal Intent, that was uh Vince,
0: Vince Vaughn. Okay, yeah, and uh Dinofrio.
1: There you go. Yeah, no, that's a different Vince. Yeah, you're right. The similar body type. Now that I think about it. But anyway, um. And then there was another one. There was there was a real life one. It didn't last very long. Like it was real prosecutors' story. Oh yeah, which that I,
0: sounds familiar. Which
1: I was interested in, um, because you know at the time being a criminal lawyer. Um, but you know, and, but no, uh, that, that's growing up. That's made me want to when I went to law school be Jack McCoy, who was the the prosecutor or the you know the assistant district attorney in the original Law and Order. But it was interesting because I watched it sort of when it was on. Um, But then I watched the beginning, you know. Went back and got the DVDs, and the first, the first two seasons—I might be saying that wrong—but anyway, was sort of like a cast that I had never seen before. So there was a, a district attorney like it wasn't Jack McCoy. It was like, uh, uh, I want to say I can't remember his name. I want to—he actually reminds me a lot of the the ADA here in the in the UK version. Um, I want to say Ben Stone. That might be wrong. Um, and then it sort of had, and that sort of had a African American. Uh, other ADA, which I thought was very similar to what we're going to talk about with the UK. But the thing is, he never tried a case. That's why I was, when I was watching it, that was the whole thing. It was always... Oh, ben, is that a thing? Well, yeah. 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 So we were like, you know, was that racist or like, whatever? Um, and, and then like years later, he would come back as a defense attorney role for a cameo. But then after like that first DA pairing of, you know, uh, Ben and I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, um, it was always a woman. So it was always, you know, Jack McCoy and companion. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong; there there were a lot of good roles. Uh, Angie Harmon—that's where, where yeah. she got big—and um, they've had a lot of good ones. Um, and I didn't watch it forever, you know. Eventually, it did go off the air. But um, for as far as the 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 law side with the with the cops, um, you know, Chris Knopf <laughs> was there in the beginning. They killed off the original guy; um, he was Spoilers. his partner, yeah, and then. Um, Jerry, Jerry Orbach Jerry came Orbach, and stayed yeah. there for uh, forever. You know, the fourth Doctor <clears throat> of of Cops, if you will, and then it was like Chris Noth, and then it was I think Jesse Martin was after him, and that was sort of the cast that I enjoyed the best when it was Jerry Orbach and Jesse Martin, mm. and then I think eventually Jesse uh,
0: Martin, being of Rent fame, mm-hmm. originated Tom Collins yes. in Rent.
1: So, so it's was, it was interesting to sort of see it's it's you know I guess like it's any procedural, but. You know as a bad analogy, it's kind of like Doctor Who because you just have the procedural and the characters can come, we'll, we'll leave, and you just bring in new characters, yeah. and yeah, it goes on and on.
0: And it's also, I mean, it's great for uh, jobbing actors,
1: mm-hmm. yep,
0: or new actors. I mean, everybody has been on
1: Law and Order, Law and Order, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Lin Manuel Miranda was on Law and Order, um. Uh, Captain Marvel, Brie Larson, yeah, really? uh, you know, I mean everybody, everybody mm-hmm. who's anybody, and and to be fair, that's sort of a, it's interesting for Britain because they don't do as many procedurals like this. Um, it's more things like Doctors. Everybody's been on Doctors in the UK. Oh, okay,
1: that's an actual that's show. The name of the show. <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, you're just saying that's how you say medical shows in Britain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's <no. on> doctors. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh. Um. But, but, yeah, everybody.
1: so, so, yeah, so I come to this series, both of course, from real life criminal uh, practice and the American version, Dick Wolf, American version. And so watching this series, you know, it's it's a drama, of course, and we'll talk into it, But I'm also trying to like learn the u k criminal system, like, what are the differences? what what's you know, when when you're uh, Jack McCoy, you know, you represent the state of New York in his case. But in the U.K., you represent the Crown. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll get into it. But, like, another little thing would be that um, in Law & Order, the DA, which has been played by a few p- different people, so, you know, Jack's boss, is elected. He's an elected position from the people of Manhattan. Usually, I think, is where Law & Order takes place. You know, whereas in U.K., that's an appointed position from, I don't know how high it goes up, but I don't know, at some point in the government. You know, yeah. is, 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 but that's an appointed position, what the... Um, bill patterson plays so he's not so in law and order america that's always a response you know what if we do this you know what's that going to be come election time or you know or you know and so you're representing the people and whereas now you're representing the crown you can be maybe a little more moral you know black and white.
0: oh the guy who played the uh what the um district attorney at one point was the guy who then eventually was in congress right you know who i'm talking about
1: i don't off the top of my head yeah, but doesn't mean that it's a true story. <laughs> of course, um, yeah. But anyway, so we'll get into the actual Law and Order UK. So let's start with our Doctor Who folks. So we have Bradley Walsh, yes, as DS Ronnie Brooks. Yep. So what would you think of Bradley Walsh in this role?
0: Yeah, it is possible that had I seen him in this, I would have been more open. To Doctor Who, but not necessarily, because, mm-hmm. again, in this, because it's procedural and because you don't get a lot of what's happening in their home lives mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, sort of
1: sprinkled in. Yeah. It's like a West Wing, almost. You know, they live their work, and then every now and then yeah. it's some Something sprinkle of a personal life. Up. yeah. But we don't so, care about their home lives. I mean, as far as the show, we just yeah. care about, you
0: know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, I enjoyed him. What do you think?
1: Well, I thought in some ways I'm beginning to see him as a typecast, not in a bad way, other than Evil Clown and Sarah Jane. Um, But based on both uh, this role and Doctor Who, he sort of has that blue-collar, older, but... I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, it's like a British archetype, but, I mean, in America, it's a it's very weird.
0: Blue it, collar with a heart of gold. Yeah,
1: you don't necessarily see that in, in America. I mean, that's maybe a sad thing that you don't see it in America. But, but I mean, he's, he's the kind that is, like, I mean, sensitive is the wrong word. But, like, even though he's an older—I mean, he's not old in this part, necessarily, but mm-hmm. he's the older character compared to the other people. Um, but he's the one I think would be most— progressive i don't say that politically per se but he's an open-minded i'll say that mm-hmm. even though he has all this experience and you think like oh he's old and he's
0: grizzled know, yeah. his way no, he's, and... like,
1: he's always like i don't you know you got to think about it you got to keep your mind open you know maybe this is a dirty cop maybe this is a you know you can't judge this person because they're in a prostitution you know like this is just all this stuff he's very which is the same as he is in doctor who i mean yeah. even though he's the older character he's very open for anything a gentle Kind of, you know, and he's always eating in both roles for some reason. Always eating, yeah. Good point.
0: <laughs> Maybe he's like Robert Downey Jr. and just hides snacks in places on the set, and they occasionally show up on filming.
1: <laughs> but I, but I, I do. They sort of haven't him given him that gritty background that he's an, you know, alcoholic, and you know, been married a few times. I think he has kids. I believe so. Yes, I think so too. Um, teenage girls, I want to say. Um, but it's interesting I, You don't see that role that I think of in America So I don't know if that's a, a broad type Or just something that Bradley Walsh tends to play
0: Yeah When he's not playing the chase The
1: chase, yeah um, Our other main Doctor Who person Is Freema Adjaman Who plays Alicia Phillips Who uh, uh, I guess we would call An ADA um, but She's a crown prosecutor um, It's never clear whether she's like an, I guess she is I mean, because it always seems like I feel
0: like, like she's, she's a junior, yeah,
1: associate or something. Yeah. I don't know, but like, because I was about to say, is she just like a researcher or a paralegal? But I mean, she argues cases, so she is an actual.
0: yeah. I wouldn't go so far yeah. as paralegal, yeah. but yeah, junior.
1: Uh-huh. I, I, and what do you think of her and her? I, I, one thing I always find interesting is her role. Again, procedurals. So it's going to be the same thing every every week, but like her role always seems to be like come in with all the answers, like. The exposition, like, oh, come in and I've talked to the person. This is what happened and this is what they said. And it's like, oh, phew, I thought we had a problem there. Yeah, well,
0: and I'm holding yeah. a lot of files. Yes. She might have spent both of these series pregnant. And <laughs> they were just covering it up by <laughs> just giving her files all the time. Um, although she gets a protagonist role at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we know, because of that in particular, we know more about her. mm mm-hmm. Um, Than we know about the others, and then there's a little bit of flirty flirts, right? Um, both with the uh, to ADA uh-huh. and with the copper, right? Um, so,
1: yeah, it'd be I mean, well, we have we've only seen the first two series. We don't know if this goes anywhere. I know characters or actors, I should say, well, characters and actors will change out throughout the series. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting if that ever goes anywhere because. You know, on one hand, it probably shouldn't, in as much as you want to keep the procedural going. But it's like, if it does, it's gonna be like the trope of like, well, if they get together, then you know, one of them is being written out or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I thought one thing that, and again, these are just little things, just because I I don't know how much is drama and how much is you know reflective of actual life in um, the criminal justice system in the UK or at least in London here. Um, but like the one thing that this is just different. Is the rib? You talk about the files. They'll have ribbons wrapped around them. I've never mm. seen that in my life in America. Um, so I don't know if that's just how they keep files there in the UK. But all the all always had ribbons, whether it was in the court or in the office or the Crown Prosecutor office or whatever. So
0: they're official her royal majesty mm-hmm. ribbons uh, <laughs> i assume
1: sure why not so but i just feel like there has to be a ribbon maker so, like you know I, I just feel like those are easy to take off and put on like you know you gotta, and then like
0: well they might be attached maybe they're like the you know the elastic things right. that you sometimes get around big files uh-huh. um, so maybe they're attached at the back i don't know just just
1: yeah. seem very different to me just little things like that And then um, he'd been in Doctor Who, of course. I guess you could say everyone has been, but he was technically in Doctor Who, and that's Bill Patterson. Uh, He plays George Castle, and he's the uh, director of London CPS. He would be sort of your district attorney here in America. Um, He was in Victory of the Daleks, if you remember. He played Mm -hmm. the sort of ended up being like the Dalek robot that was made to pretend to be like he invented the uh, iron sides. Yeah, of
0: course. So,
1: what did you think of his role as the? Head, head dude.
0: Now I can only think about how much I liked him in Victory of the Dollars. <laughs> um, he was lovely in that. Yeah, no, he was fine. He was fine. Gruff. Yeah. Hard line.
1: And again, was sort of as the American version, because there were two ones that I remember, and I think there was a third one. Um, I can't remember the actor's names, but the first uh, district attorney, the main guy, I can't remember his name, but he was an older gentleman, and I think he was supposed to be based on an a- actual Manhattan D.A. at the time. Mm-hmm. And then Diane West, 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 yeah, played the. She was the second one. Okay, um, but yeah, they're always sort of like the get it done and just get the deal done. And you know, I've just got always. an election <laughs> to win, <laughs> or you know, just telling the the main or you know the, the main assistant the district attorney or the CPS in this case, you know, just you know that they're just barking orders. I mean, he didn't really necessarily bark order. He sometimes did, but you know, but even in this one, he's a uh, uh, out sort of doing the. Well the hustle's not the right word, but yeah. I
0: was gonna say a little more hands on the
1: formal events he's yeah. doing you know the glad handing the political mm. machinations, though I don't know how much you have to do that, but apparently you do uh here in London, but he's sort of you know yeah letting the the assistants deal with the actual um though, what you what would you think of the one episode where he you had that sort of I and mean, you very Oh, uh,
0: yeah it took the sabbatical yeah, to so defend, that he his could friend. defend his friend, yeah. I don't know. I guess you can do that.
1: (laughs) I don't think you've done America, but go ahead. You say
0: that, but all of these are based on Mm -hmm. American episodes, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, Mm -hmm. now we have to go back. and Now we need to go back and, like, match them up. And be like, oh, this is the, and watch the episode side by side or something. (laughs) That might be too Uh, in-depth. Yeah, that was kind of a weird.
1: That way you sort of had, like. Sort of like fantasy of like well, what would happen if George Castle and uh, James Steele fought against each other in the courtroom <laughs> and... it's a very fanficy in a way yeah, yeah, but it was very I mean they were you know he, he George showed even though he was you know the old guy he still can be inside a courtroom, yeah, so yeah you know I, th- I thought he was interesting he uh he was very I mean, I think it's very deliberately done he sort of played like the main boss well because like when Alicia goes through her her rape and he doesn't know how to talk to her so he's like talks to like James like so she'll write, You know, I don't, yeah. I'm not, you know, just sort of like that old school. Like, I don't I don't know what to do here. Yeah. And I'm not going to do anything.
0: And my wife's not here, so I can't be in the exactly. same room with her. Yeah. No, he's not like that.
1: Um, and yeah, before we get into the rest of the characters, I guess if folks aren't familiar with the series, I suppose a little bit of explanation. Um, and so uh, Dick Wolf, who's the executive producer of Law and Order here in America, basically exported the show to UK, which I think is perhaps one of the few American shows to cross the pond into the yeah. UK, usually the other way around. Um, and all of the episodes are based on American episodes. So, you know, whether it's the germ of the idea or whatever, you know, so someone's getting royalties. But, of course, the showrunner for Law and Order UK, I guess we should have mentioned, is Chris Chibnall.
0: Oh, yes, of course, yeah.
1: So he, he wrote a lot of the episodes and was sort of the or series. adapted. And, yeah, well, that's better word. You're right. Adapted a lot of them and so. Yeah, so that's that's the bigger Doctor Who connection as well. So I don't know if that's when he first met Bradley Walsh or not. Yeah,
0: and again, does a nice job with it. Why?
1: Why? <laughs>
0: why does he not do so well with Doctor Who? Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, all right. Well, our our rest of our cast because the uh, you know, the procedural is you have two cops, you have two lawyers, then you have the main cop and the main lawyer. So. To round up the other uh, cop is DS Matt Devlin, played by Jamie Bamber.
0: Who's also got some sci-fi history. That's
1: right. Battlestar Galactica, um, at least the uh, reboot, I because I can say reboot probably. But that was a better description of that. Um, it's not a continuation from the old series or whatever, <laughs> <coughs> or restart. Um, it, it strikes me, and I don't know if the timelines back this up, but it almost strikes me that Law & Order UK sort of was both Freema and Jamie's sort of like, I'm still working series. Because she got off Doctor Who at around the same time as he, as Battlestar Galactica wrapped up. So they were, of course, he was coming from America, from Battlestar Galactica. But anyway, so they're like, you know, I got a TV show, though. Yeah. <laughs> still. I yeah. Can, I'm still in it. You know, so. What would you think of uh, Jamie's job as Matt Devlin?
0: Yeah. Doing his
1: northern accent, whatever it He's is. He's a
0: little cutie pie, isn't mm-hmm. he? A mm-hmm. uh, little fresh-faced idealist. But yeah, did fine. Mm Yeah, yeah, fine.
1: Yeah, being the the, the flirty guy, um, and uh, yeah, he he often had. He was almost more hard nosed than uh, Bradley Walsh's character, which you would think the younger guy would be not. But you know, he tended to be a little more black and white, and Ronnie would be like, you know, has a little more nuance or gray. Yeah. So
0: Ronnie calls him Maddie,
1: though. (laughs) Yep. And then you have Harriet Walter playing Di Natalie Chandler as sort of the the head captain. You know, in the, in the American series, it would be the captain. Um, Governor. Uh, yeah, that, that did throw me off. Um, I'm trying to remember who did in the original. I, I can in the original All or I can picture him. Um, then followed up by a black actress, a, a name also escapes me too. But anyway, but the original captain did come back and play the captain in one of the other All in Order series. So. Oh, okay. Anyway, blah blah blah. But anyway, you um, know
0: too much about this, babe. I know, I know.
1: Um, she doesn't necessarily have a lot to do. I mean, she's not unimportant. But what would you think of her? I
0: liked her. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed her a lot. She, yeah, I liked her as an actress.
1: Again, she's sort of the mayor of the the main of uh, uh, George's role, where she just sort of like, all right, well, you know, go talk to the go talk to the witnesses. Or, yeah, you know, go find me a motive. They
0: are both really. <clears throat>
1: The drivers, the motivators.
0: Well, and for for story purposes, the person that the others explain the exposition to. Right. Uh, they're not really the audience because they're not going, what's happened, <laughs> you know, but they are the driving force of the exposition. Mm-hmm. I, I have to go tell all of the things we found out to this person so the audience also knows.
1: And it always has to be that one of the cops is talking to or explaining... And the other cop is getting off the phone with the exact next lead they need. Yep. So.
0: Yep. Hey. Sometimes <laughs> it works out that way. Oh, no, no. I'm I mean, just... every episode, it works
1: <laughs> out that way. Um, and then wrapping up our sort of main cast is Ben Daniels as James Steele, CPS. Hmm. Um, what would you think of him? I mean, to me, and maybe this is just sort of my bias, like he's almost to me the main character. I mean, they all are, but he's sort of the main, main character.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Something about him reminds me of, like, a softer Daniel Craig. And I don't know why. Oh, I can see it. Um, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, because he, he uh, not to, you know, play on words, he does have this sort of steel about him. Um, but he does have the very moralistic, and not in a bad way, but that self-righteous, moralistic, like, I'm in this to do justice, you know, for the victims. and mm. um,
0: Although he's totally been shagging that... Uh,
1: um, oh, defense attorney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, he, yeah. Because he's also, I believe, divorced. Yes, it's intimated that yeah he's divorced, and because he has a kid as well.
0: Does he? Because always like, like oh, I
1: have a kid this weekend, or some variances of that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, uh, but I mean, you can sort of see, he's sort of like, dedicated to the job, and you know, I'm sure no relationships can last because he's there for the. Um. And to me, it's a very. Contrast, like he, he reminds me of Ben Stone, the original DA in America, who um, had a very like moralistic thing. Um, whereas Jack McCoy, even though he was my favorite growing up, the, the more I actually would like study law, like he's incredibly unethical. <laughs> he, you know, he's sort of I don't know, out for the win more than out for the justice. Even though he would frame it as at that, yeah, because I mean, in my, you know. I think that, well, this is me, I'm not going to get a soapbox here, but I think the, the danger of some of these um, cop lawyer shows, prosecutor shows, is that, you know, it's it's always the always the right. And I'm like, well, I don't know, there's a lot of times prosecutors mess up, and a lot of times cops mess up, so, you know.
0: And a lot of times there are gray areas, yeah. and a lot of times, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I always think that's a slight danger, at least, that in America, you know, if they don't have many of these in Britain, but in America we have a lot of cop shows, and a lot of prosecutor shows, and sometimes it makes them a little more than perhaps they should be. But anyway, we won't go on that. So, um, some side Whovian appearances, and there may have been a few, but the one that sort of jumped out us one episode was Sean Pertwee. Yep. Yes, this was the, um... Yep, it was The Vice. I was going to call it the prostitution episode, which I thought probably wasn't appropriate. Uh, but
0: that's what it was. Actually,
1: I think Working Mom. I wonder if this is the... I'm sorry, we have a sheet in front of us. I think this is the American one, and I think that's... No, that's,
0: no, no. that's, that's the, the American, American one. The okay,
1: American title was Working Mom. Um, but, uh, this also, was,
0: so we don't even have to try and figure it out. We yeah. can just go find them.
1: <laughs> See, this was called Vice. Um, this was an interesting episode, in as much as I thought it would was, because I mean, this was 2009. And... And I don't know how this would be done in the UK, but it's, in, the, in this episode, long story short, these two sort of middle class, upper middle class uh, women, mothers, um, are basically running a prostitution ring. but Not think,
0: really a ring, they're just prostitutes. Yeah,
1: yeah the two of them, yes. Yeah. They, front, I'll say it that, a front. Cause yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I think it, it's done well. In other words, you know with how we view sex workers now, and of course it's always evolving, like, I don't think they're necessarily stigmatized during the episode. I mean, a little bit, but that's the way humans are, but I don't think...
0: But then, are they not stigmatized because they're sex workers, or are they not stigmatized because they're middle class?
1: I think, yeah, this is a sort of like... Because, you know, the episode is like, I don't know, they need money. I forget the reason why the yeah. husband's not doing or I forget the reasons why, but anyway, you yeah. know. But yeah, Sean Pertwee is one of the Johns, if you will, I suppose, who falls in love, and they're like, "Nope, sorry, this is just a business. Get away from me." So, Yep.
0: You know. there you go. But he has
1: sort of have a very he had a very understated performance. But like, as soon as we saw him, like, well, I assume he's the killer. it's Sean Pertwee, but he was yeah. not the killer. <laughs> he
0: was not. No, Got spoilers.
1: So. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, so just to focus a little bit on it. So I mean, you know, we don't have to go episode by episode, but they're there if you want any reminding. But any. Um, as but any episodes that jumped off or any moments that popped out for you
0: um i liked the dirty cop one mhm because i thought it was really an interesting you know you were talking about ronnie brooks being the open minded one um, but when matt devlin comes to him initially he shuts it down right Um, But then further along and is willing to continue to testify even to his own detriment um, in order to to nail a friend, which is, you know, interesting.
1: And I mean, obviously, I don't know London that well, Um, I suppose. And I don't know how this it's organized as far as what London in real life, Uh, as far as, you know, like Manhattan is part of New York City and, you know, boroughs and all that oh, stuff. Right, I don't know. Yeah. How, I know they were, so we started them in the King's Cross area. I don't know what you call mm. neighborhood. I don't, I don't know what you call them. But anyway, I didn't know how, the, what the, like you call the sector or their district or anyway. But how much of that character is brought out, you know, in the show? Because, you know, in, in the law and order, at least, you know, New York City is always very much the character. And so I don't know how you, how London came across. Because yeah, they said they would just film sometimes just in the streets. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And people would let them. Yeah. And that was fine.
1: Whereas, you because know, I, I mean, not that I know from a personal experience, but I always hear that in New York, you know, you just would, of course, just see Law & Order filming, you know. Yeah. You'd see Jerry Orbay, hey, Jerry, and you just leave them alone and they do their thing, you know. So.
0: Big cities. They're yep. just, you're just not as impressed.
1: People. <laughs> people have things to do and places to see. Yeah. But, you know, um, but yeah, no, I, 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 liked their uh, chemistry, um, uh, Bradley Walsh and Jamie, Jamie,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, as the two characters, you sort of had the, you know, the older, the younger, um, but in surprising ways, they sort of had reverse roles. But I thought they worked well together.
0: You don't really get the good cop, bad cop sort of thing.
1: Yeah, that was another thing. Again, just to talk about procedure a little bit, just how is different from America, you know, and, and the American version, and just on American cop shows in particular, and just, and again, I don't know how much is drama and how much is legal reality, which is the same in. in Law well, in Order in America, you know, some of that's obviously shouldn't or couldn't be done in real life. But anyway, I noticed in the U.K. version, they always have – I don't know if that's that's an actual attorney or solicitor or whatever the word would be. But they always the, – the person of interest always has a person next to them in that interview room, and it's always on tape. Mm. Like, they always have the tape going, um, which is uh, not necessarily, you know, the, the practice here in America, uh, unfortunately. Sometimes – I mean, most of them have cameras in the interrogation room but you know it always seemed like there was always a person in the, in the UK version they didn't know it seemed like they had ever interceded like that was a non-speaking role I guess if you're trying to get your, your uh, screen time in the UK because um, there's a person sitting next to him and hardly ever said anything But that was always the interview, the interrogation or interview.
0: Well, and I wonder if it's an advocate rather than a solicitor, Mm -hmm. you know, like if they don't have a solicitor yet or because it's certainly not it's almost never the person who then tries it in court. Right. And so whether or not they have advocates on standby whose job it is just to, you know,
1: yeah, make sure the police don't beat them up or something. Yeah, (laughs) a
0: little bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I don't know.
0: Or make dirty deals or whatever.
1: Mm -hmm. And it's all on tape, which, again, is very interesting. Mm. Uh, I mean, of course, another different aspect to watching the U.K. version, and again, if you live in the U.K., you're like, that's just life. But uh, we don't have CCTV in America. (laughs) Um, And so that's very interesting Um, in the U.K. that's always part of the... The uh, inner, or the investigation process. So now, of course, you know, a lot of times you know, it doesn't work, or it wasn't pointing the right way, or wasn't on, or whatever. But like that's always a tool there that they always have yeah. to mention. Did
0: I ever tell you about the time the CCTV talked? I was uh, I was in Guildford and I was walking past where I knew a camera was, but somebody else was on the sidewalk cycling. And the CCTV camera said, "Please do not cycle onto the sidewalk or the pavement or whatever it was." And I was like, "That's creepy." Mm-hmm. But yeah,
1: is that like being in the Big Brother house?
0: Yeah. Like, oh, do not and the, sing. yeah. And then the the time that um people called the police because we were doing a we were doing Romeo and Juliet on the street. And uh, I got stabbed, and people called the police, and the police had to check the CCTV. And we actually had to arrange with the police so they didn't see this on CCTV and think it was an actual murder. But I missed all of that excitement because I was dead already, and I'd been taken off stage. So uh, I was sad, but never mind.
1: Yeah, I'm curious how that works. I mean, as much, you know. Because I, I don't know how CCTV works. Like, in other words, is there someone actively monitoring it, or is it just like it's there, and
0: if something you, happens, you pull the tape if yeah. you need to,
1: and then how much do you pull the tape, and how much is it just psychological that, that we just say there's cameras there, and they may or may not be operational? I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah.
0: But the, there's awareness. There's just CCTV everywhere.
1: mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I'm trying to think of any other differences that popped out as far as... um. Yeah, nothing in particular. They, they would have sort of their reoccurring characters, you know, the the fr- forensic team. Mm. and the, 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 There's always, like, the, the IT person and then the um, person doing the autopsy and all that stuff. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Miranda rights are different, obviously.
1: Yeah, which to the life of me, I still don't – can't. I don't still get what they're saying. I think – I mean, if you're bred you probably know what – you know, in America we can say the Miranda rights just because we watch police shows every day but i don't i guess what they're saying in the UK is that if you say something now or if you don't say something now but you rely on it on court later it can be used against you I, which i guess is a weird thing <clears throat> to say i mean i understand it but it doesn't make sense yeah i mean you can in America you could <laughs> talk about something in court you never talked about during your yeah. interrogation yeah i don't know yeah um, but yeah, it does make like that advocate that's in the room for them like, is that government provided? is that like a, what we call a public defender in the United States? or is it just like a oh and another difference from American um, versus UK watching it so talking about the um, episode you're talking about with the dirty cop. So in America, or at least in New York where America law and order is, it's of course union. And so they all have union reps. Yeah. And so in the, in an episode like that, you'd have the union rep, their attorney or their union representative would be with the dirty cop. You know, you can't do this. You can not do that. You know, da, da, da. whereas I assume it's not necessarily that way in the UK. And so yeah,
0: I wouldn't. I, I don't know. I don't know if there's a police union or not.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Probably. I don't. Yeah, I don't
1: know. I mean, there are two may you know? not
0: but Yeah. There are several teachers' unions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a member of the union. i was
1: just trying to see if public sector unions. Yeah. A, yeah. But, B. Um,
0: but uh, yeah, and maybe it's just that they're not tight. I mean, the police union here is viciously not helpfully tight.
1: <laughs> they're, you know, they're well, quote unquote, they're very good for their members. But of course, how you define that very good, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. I mean,
0: Jim- Jimmy Hoffa esque.
1: Yeah. So uh, but I just thought it was another different thing that I noticed because you'd have that, Um, you know, they had, I guess, the when they were doing the investigation, the blonde woman, I guess, was like what we would call internal investigations. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway. Um, But yeah, it was interesting. And of course, you always sort of had the sometimes the class differences of like, you know, when they were. Looking into the um, baby who died. Yeah, and they were going through yeah, the, and the counten- tenements. The big tenement. Yeah, you know. the
0: council flats. Yeah. You know.
1: So, you know, that's sort of the I think it was one of the first episodes. Care, right? now. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, moving on to the order part. As far as the courtroom, anything? I mean, as someone who's watched TV, anything strike you different about how they do? They wear funny wigs. <laughs> well, and I, it was interesting to me how they how much part of the process they go into, like they go into the dressing room. Mm. So, and I don't know if those are like, I guess they have their own wig because, um, uh, the main dude, George when in that one episode where he practiced. He has like the box that he takes from his office that has his, his actual wigs. So I don't know if those are, if they'd have like, just like,
0: and um, where do you get government issue wigs? And yeah, it's oh. very I, I find it to be a very strange holdover.
1: Uh-huh. And you had sort of that, I don't know how to describe him. That one defense attorney who was always weird and messing with, but he apparently always, I guess he was supposed to be a former prosecutor, but he's always messing with his wig during the trial. And I think that was just sort of a, uh, you know, whether that he was actually itching or whether he's just trying to put people off. I don't know. but
0: Mm. Yeah. This, that ceremony, I mean, the robes I can kind of get behind, I guess, since you've made me Episcopal. I, <laughs> I understand the concept of the robes, but I, I do find the wig a little strange.
1: Yeah, because, you know, in America, it's just the judge who wears the robe, no wig. Um, but in U.K., everyone wears the robe and the wigs, everyone. Everybody. Uh, though, I, again, I, I, I couldn't determine what was for dramatic purposes and what is in actuality, because um, Freeman's character never wore a wig.
0: Did she not? No. I was thinking there was one. And,
1: and first, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I don't, you know, I don't want to go there. But I was like, is this like a race thing, or I don't know what they're doing here? But like, I can't remember if I've ever saw, ever saw another a black attorney. And if not, but first I like, well, maybe it's not for women. But then I would see one of the mm. a lot of the defense attorneys were women, and they would wear the wigs. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, this is a different thing. And then of course another different thing about just you know UK prosecutions and uh, or criminal justice and the. United States criminal system. Um, It's a little thing, but for dramatic purposes, we don't have a dock in America.
0: Yeah, Um, not like they do. Yeah. yeah, So
1: like there you just have like uh, the defense or the person, the defendant on trial just sort of has their special box, where they just have to, I guess they can sit. I think they're standing the whole time. Anyway, they're just sort of there. uh, In a box. Yeah, above everyone or behind everyone or whatever, um, which I guess in one respect gives them a whole view. But, of course, in America, they just sit next to their attorney at the defense table. Um,
0: so they can communicate, partly. Yeah. Uh, presumably, then, if you're in the dock, you can't. Yeah. yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, again, that goes down to theory because most of our criminal justice system is, you know, an opposite of <laughs> what the U.K. Yeah. was doing yeah. uh, or at least doing to us at the time as a colony. So, um yeah. But anyway, not So I don't. I, what'd you think of it overall? I mean, I don't know. Someone who maybe didn't necessarily watch the American version that much, but
0: yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was a little bit of light television. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing some of the other mm-hmm. series. I know you, you sort of stumbled on this set, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I, I was familiar with it. The only reason I was familiar with it, and I forget why, is that I know somehow that Peter Davison, A.K.A. the Fifth Doctor, is in it. He's not in it yet, of course, mm. but I assume he plays one of the senior roles, whether it's the cop or the attorney. For some reason, I want to say it's the cop, but I don't know that uh, for a fact. So anyway, I so I was at my used bookstore, and I saw that they had it, and it wasn't that much, whatever it was. And I was, you know, converting used books into uh, credit anyway. So, but again, I thought, again, it struck me as funny because in the American package it says season one, and so I was like, okay. And then when I'm doing the research, this is apparently it's two series, so. I don't know if so I like what season two is, series three and four. I don't well, know. Yeah. So anyway, so
0: there you go. Yeah.
1: So yeah. So if you, if you're if you've seen it already, let us know what you think. Or if you haven't, it Tina, it, then you should check it out. And I don't know if you haven't seen the American version. I don't know. A lot of people like SVU, but then there's the original one. So
0: is it still on the original?
1: one? No, it went off because after a certain point, they started to go through cast a little bit quicker. People were leaving a little bit more, and then it just ended. Um, and sort of, so I think SVU has sort of been
0: the only one missing. since then. Yeah. I think it's the only
1: huh. one that's currently on, I yeah. believe because there's, I, there's a new one coming out because the original, I don't remember because I didn't watch it, but the original cops, cause there's the woman on SVU mm-hmm. and there's the guy and he left and now he's coming back and he's going to do his own show.
0: Oh yeah. Something Chris, about that is that Chris Knopf? No, 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 no. Um, I
1: can't think of anything else he's been in. So, um, but anyway,
0: Oh, I feel like I ought to know who it is, and
1: yeah. I can't but anyway, so it it still exists. I don't. I don't know. Once, once having gone through law school and some criminal practice, once you watch those, you just spend the whole thing going like, "That's not right. That's not right. They shouldn't do that. That's not. No, no, no." So that's really hard to watch anymore. So, like I said, Jack. I remember watching Jack McCoy and think, "Oh, cool now." I'm like, "Oh God, that's ethical, unethical. No, you can't do that. What are you doing, Jack?" All right. Well, uh, check it out. Any other Doctor Who related things? But until next time, enjoy the Doctor's many adventures throughout time and space. This is BBC Television.